Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Luke chapter 6 this morning. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 6 and a message titled, Plain Talk. Verse 21, blessed are you who hunger, for you shall be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you shall laugh. And so he's going through these lists of things, you know, hungry. I can say, with all honesty, I don't think I've ever been hungry in my life. Not really. In in fact, that was a point in my life when I, and I'm, I'm kind of there now, where I was like, you know, I don't remember the last time I was ever hungry. You know, I mean, it's just the American thing, you know, like I've never been to that place of hunger. I mean, I've, I've fasted and stuff, but I always know that there's food in the kitchen, you know, and, and that's the difficulty. You you know that you're not hungry. And I think hungry isn't just I really my stomach's growling. I haven't eaten in a couple of days because, you know, all of us go through that when we fast. But what if your your stomach's empty and it's growling? And on top of that, you have the anxiety of I have no idea whatsoever how I'm ever going to get another bite of food because there's nothing available to me. I don't know that any of us have ever faced that. Maybe you have. That has to be have come with this extra level of anxiety. It's not like I have to pray that God, you know, I pray every day, give me this day my daily bread, but it's never about bread, is it? It's always about the provision for whatever else I might need. And my need's not my bread because I have plenty of bread. In fact, I say, Lord, I don't need that much bread. You know, <laughs> you can keep my bread today. Just I probably should stay off of that, you know. Yeah, but then, then you have, blessed are you who weep. And I think that all of us have been here. Whether you've ever been poor or hungry, you've probably been in a place where you have wept. Wept when you found out that you had that, that cancer, or wept when you found out that your, your daughter was murdered, or, or whatever it might be. I mean, there's all kinds of things in life that bring us to our knees, and we find ourselves absolutely in desperation because we, we don't know what to do about the situation, and all we can do, it feels, is, is weep. The betrayal, the hardship, the loss of the job, whatever it might be. And we find ourselves just brokenhearted, that child who's gone off the rails and, and, and we're, or, or the embarrassment that we faced. And we weep and, and we get on our knees. But here's the thing for the Christian. When the Christian weeps and we get on our knees, God hears those things and he stores our, our tears up in a bottle, doesn't he? He knows those tears and, and what he makes available to us. And every Christian ha- can experience this. And many of us have. In fact, I think I asked this question just a couple weeks ago. No, I guess it was a conference I was teaching. Never mind. It wasn't you guys, but I was, I asked the question, how many of you guys experienced the peace that passes understanding? Raise your hand. Go ahead. Raise your hand if you've experienced that. It's quite a few. Because when we go through difficult times and we get on our knees, it's not just something, oh, I hope God gives me peace in this one. No, it, it tells us that if we pray and take our anxieties to the Lord, 
Be anxious for nothing but in all things through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Make your request known to God and the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus our Lord. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of comfort, the God of all mercies, who comforts us in all of our tribulation. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 tells us. And, and he comes alongside of us in those anxieties and in those moments. And when we're willing to let go of those anxieties and say, okay, God, I'm giving this to you. I'm putting this in your lap. I need your peace. He showers us with peace. It doesn't make any sense. In the midst of the, the most awful circumstances, in the midst of the worst turmoil, when we find ourselves in perfect peace, he will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him because he trusts in him, right? These are the, the verses we go to in those moments. And he, he, he brings a peace that passes understanding. There's benefits to being in the kingdom of God. We read this last, last weekend. Was it last weekend? Yeah, I think it was. Psalm 103, or maybe it was the week before, where it says, bless the Lord on my soul. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord on my soul and forget not all his benefits. Who heals all our diseases, who lifts our lives from destruction, who forgives all our sins, forgives all our iniquities, heals all our diseases and lifts our lives from the pit crowns us with loving kindness and good things. Man, it's a blessing to be a Christian because we have these benefits. I think of Charles Moley, you know, and, and I think I, met, I mentioned him before, but he, he's a perfect example when it comes to all these things that Jesus is saying here because here's a kid who was abandoned by his family when he was six years old. They decided to move and leave him behind. Dad was a town drunk and they just left him behind because they couldn't feed him. Oldest child in the house. And so he's six years old. He's left in the hut by himself. He wakes up and everybody's gone. Goes to his grandma's house. She feeds him for a while and tells uncle, say, you can't be here. She can't feed herself. You get out of here. You're not, you're not a responsibility. And so he goes around and begs. Everybody hates him. You know, nobody likes a beggar, right? It's like, oh, stop begging, little rat. You know, get out of here. You know, that's what people would treat him like. And, and he was just a mess. You know, his life was just a mess until he got to about eight where he could start to do a little bit of work. And so he started doing some work for people and making his own money, but he was still begging to try to make ends meet. As he gets older, he's able to work more, but never really enough to really provide. And so finally, I think by the, the age of 12 or 13, I think is when he decided he was going to kill himself. And that's when a friend invited him to a gospel meeting. He heard the gospel. He heard uh, about a father who would never leave him or forsake him, who would always provide for him and, and he, and who would accept him. And he's like, I want a father like that. And he accepted Jesus Christ. And he ended up going to Nairobi and working for a couple and, and a few years later. As he grew up into his early 20s, he became a multimillionaire and was the richest person in all of Kenya. I talk about a regs to riches story, but God blessed him. God provided for him. God showed him how good of a provider he could possibly be. And he had a monopoly on oil and gas in the entire country. Just an amazing story. And I know I spoiled it for you, but you can watch it on Amazon Prime. If you ever want to see that story or read the book, probably better. Verse 22, it says, blessed are you when you, when men hate you and when they exclude you and revile you and cast your name as evil for the son of man's sake. <laughs> you're, you're so happy. <laughs> you're so happy when men hate you and revile you and, you know, share your name as evil and, ah. And yet this happens, doesn't it? There was a, a couple Calvary Chapel missionaries who they were in, Eastern Europe, and they were trying to plant a church there in this big city, and people were getting saved. It was very exciting, and they started baptizing them in their bathtub 
Well, the local clergy, the Orthodox community, heard that these people were being baptized in a bathtub. And that, if it's not sacrilegious, that is absolutely blasphemous. And so they reported it to the authorities in their town, and it became a big, you know, whoop to do. And the mayor got involved, and the mayor, and the mayor was, he was, he had a relative who, actually, I think it was his brother, who worked in the mayor's office in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And these people were from Florida. In fact, they were from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, planning this church. And so he called over there and he says, Have you heard of this cult, Calvary Chapel? And there, he's like, Oh, yes. They're, they're, they're prominent here. And he says, what, what, what about them? He's like, Oh, they're wonderful. They feed the, they feed the poor. They, they pay people's bills. They reduce the crime in our community. They're an awesome organization. He says, You have Calvary Chapel people there. You need to bless them. And so they brought them in. They questioned them, asked them, Hey, do you, you know, where are you from? And they said, We're from, they turned out they were from that church, I think. And, and he says, you know, here's the keys to the city. And they gave him the keys to the city. You can baptize your people in the public pool now. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing how God can turn things around, but not always. Sometimes things don't work out quite like that. It, what happened with Molly is as he was multimillionaire, living in luxury and lavish, you know, mansion and all this stuff there in Nairobi, he went to park his car one day and there was these street kids. Street kids, you know. And they were wanting to park his car for him and protect his car, kind of like a mafia thing. Hey, we'll watch your car and protect it if you let us park you. And he's like, no, no, no. He knew that they were probably drug addicts and he didn't want to give them any money. And he, anyway, so he came back to his car and his car was stolen. And he's like, ah. Oh. So he rode one of his Mullyways buses home because <laughs> he owned the bus line. So he's riding one of his buses home and just kind of thinking about it. He couldn't get these kids out of his head. And for a long time, these, these street kids were in his brain. And he's like, ah, oh, I can't, you know, ah, oh, just bothering me. These kids, that's who I used to be. And that's what the Lord was telling him. That's who you used to be. And so one day he couldn't work. He was, he went out to work and he just couldn't work and he couldn't do anything. And he got in his car and he drove a long, long way out into the middle of nowhere. And, and he's almost all the way to Uganda. I think he was driving on this road and he almost got to another country. And he's like, what am I doing? Where am I going? And he pulled over in his Mercedes. His Peugeot got stolen. So he's in his Mercedes. He pulls over in his Mercedes alongside the road and he's like, Lord, what are you trying to tell me? And Lord says, I want you to stop working. You're done. You're done working. You'll never work again. I want you to take in kids. And so he's very excited about it. And he went home and told his family. And they were kind of like, uh, we're uber wealthy. (laughs) You want us to stop? You're going to stop working? You're going to stop bringing home all this money and all these blessings? But his wife was like, okay. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, Call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmet.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.